Welcome to Rafa's Bible Answer Man. Glad that you've tuned in for this particular uh, teaching and get right into it. Uh, I'm uh, this this message. Uh, this question rather comes to us. It says, Doctor West, please give me some insight on the Holy Spirit. Well, I'm delighted to do that. Foremost, you have to remember that the Holy Spirit is God Almighty. He's self-eternal. He's self-existent. He's the third person of the Trinity. He's the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and yet these are one God. He anoints for service and to cause things to come into being and to function and to take place and to coalesce under God's plan. He stirs the measure of faith in individuals. In other words, every individual has a measure of faith that God, the Holy Spirit, stirs to bring the message of God and the desire of God to that individual in a way that they can receive it. It's different with every person. It's a different methodology, and it can be given to the individual in a way that it can be perceived based uh, on upon their uh, ability to understand their maturity, their willingness to receive, and God takes all of that into account through this Holy Spirit. He can be wounded. The Holy Spirit can be wounded. He can be grieved because in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 3, it says, grieve not the Holy Spirit. That means don't make him sad or don't give him distress or sorrow. So when we feel these things, God understands these. But we're not to grieve him. We're not to do things that grieve him. And that's why the more mature we get in God, we don't serve God and do his will because we fear him. What we do it for is so that we don't displease him. And that that's really a very good point to remember. An example of this is uh, when Jesus was in the anguish, the night of his passion, and he was in the garden and he needed to be alone, so he took the chosen apostles with him. And he says, you tarry a while while I go here and pray. And he that's when he was sweating as it was, great uh, drops as it was blood. And when he comes back to them in that anguish, he found them asleep. So he was sorrowful. He was sorrowful, the Hebrew says, and he was hurt in his soul because of that. The Holy Spirit is a gift from Jesus to the world. He says, when I leave, I'll send him to you. So the, he, Jesus was finishing his ministry, and he was ushering in the ministry of the Holy Spirit, which is what we're under right now. The Holy Spirit convicts every person. Every person that is alive, that has cognitive ability, the Holy Spirit is dealing with that person, and he's reminding them of how they're failing God, how they're not doing what they ought to be doing toward God. He, he reproves them about the need, the requirement to be reconciled with God. He also is te telling them about their sins. When a person commits a sin, and I, I may just say, I didn't intend to say this, but let me just say right here, that when a person commits sins, you don't sin against people. You sin against you sin against God. So the Holy Spirit, when we when sins are involved, 
he lets that person know that there's going to be an accountability. Now, granted, some people have denied and lied and pushed that realization so far back in their soul that the Holy Spirit can no longer reach them and their soul is seared and they are in a very, very dire situation. The Holy Spirit shows the pathway to perfect truth. Jesus says when he comes, he'll lead you into all truth. That means all perfect truth. That's the only way that we can know per, uh, truth in this perfect truth, especially in this life. All other truth that we meet is tainted, and it is tainted by men's actions or men's intent. So he, the Holy Spirit, when he tells us about something, a pathway, then we can rest assured that it's the perfect way. He is active at salvation. He comes into and indwells that believer the moment that they become born again, accept the sacrificial gift of the Lord Jesus Christ and accept him as their personal savior. At that moment, the Holy Spirit comes to indwell that individual. And I've made this in my ministry for many, many years, many decades. I have made this statement and it never fails to stir me that if we come to realize that the Holy Spirit, who is God, he, he and the Father and the Lord Jesus are indwelling us. That one God is indwelling our being. That will drive you to your knees. It will drive you into worship and praise if you can grasp that. And I'm glad he came up in this teaching. He comforts the brokenhearted one, those who are aching and in pain. That, that's one reason why... Part of our minister's name, Rafa, we chose Rafa because that God is a healing God. He's a mending God. He's one that pours in the oil and the wine when we're destitute. At the baptism of the Holy Spirit, he submerges the one into his person, into his death. He covers them with his mantle. He overshadows uh, them in totality. It's like pouring in, in the old covenant, they they didn't just do as we do in the new covenant. A lot of times, if they anoint with oil at all, it's just a dab on the forehead, you know, with their a tip of a finger or maybe a couple of fingers. But in the old covenant, when, a, when they were anointed, they poured a quantity of oil over the top of that person's head so that, especially when they were anointing a priest, it, it covered their head and dripped down through their beard and onto their body and soaked through their clothing so that when they were around people, people could smell that oil upon them. And in a contemporary form, when you are baptized, which is a second work of grace through the Holy Spirit, salvation, he comes to live. And then there's a second work, which some ministers deny, but it's true. When you accept the baptism of the Holy Spirit, the evidence of that will be the you will speak in another tongue and God has then has baptized you within himself and there will be a smell of the Holy Spirit, a divine smell, not an actual smell in all cases, but there will be a divine smelling presence about you. You will have a spiritual aroma about you when you are submerged after you've gone through the baptism of the Holy Spirit. He delivers the healing promise to the ill. That's why there's hope 
even in the person who is terminally ill, there still resides in them the desire and the hope to be saved. And we know that hope is the first measure of faith. It's the first principle that comes into, to, into the process when we start moving toward faith is hope. And so he delivers the healing promise to all, to all. The Holy Spirit implants the message that the redeemed ones are to speak. That means that you have a testimony. Then begins to cause it to function. When when we are uh, baptized and when we are born again, our language should change. If it if our language does not change and if our mind isn't renewed, then something has not happened. We have either just uh, acquiesced emotionally to the gospel, but not made a quality decision to be saved. But when we're saved, our speech changes and it causes our spirit to change our speech functions and patterns so that it is a witness for the Lord Jesus Christ and for God's promise and purpose and encouraging people to come to him and to be a living salt and witness for the Holy Spirit. He, the Holy Spirit, has a spiritual body. That's why it talks about him and his spiritual body. He, he sees, he, he sees, he feels, he touches, uh, he, he can be lied to. He, he, it promises that you can know that he is God. Everything that God is, the Holy Spirit is everything that God is. He's total embodiment of God as the Father is the total embodiment of God. Jesus Christ was God incarnate. The Holy Spirit is God. And yet the scripture is very clear that there's only one God, he who manifests himself in three persons. That is Trinitarian theology, and this goes back 2,000 years. In other words, it is the same image as Jesus. He has a spiritual body which represents itself and presents itself as the same image of Jesus Christ. I hope this has been a blessing to you. Research our other Bible Answers Mans on Lee West ministry. And again, I, I, I understand that there are a number of people out there who are Lee West and they have a ministry. So keep searching. You'll find us because you surely found this one. So go back and search and also search our website, uh, Rafa Ministries World. I'm Dr. West. It's a wonderful pleasure being with you and hope this teaching has blessed your heart.